lock it in and rip the knob off. You're tuned in to the number one show on the planet. The Heffron and Reap Show. Hey, so it was great seeing you too, Santa. Okay. Yeah, next year. Yeah, next year it's going to be a good time. All right. Take care, bud. Just enjoy your rest. Thanks. Sorry. Just talking. Now. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. That's phone number. Wow. So he, uh, what I did. what's he up yeah, to? I just, he must it's, be exhausted. It's weird. I don't really, really get to talk to Santa that much. And then I just, it, like, he just sat down for a second. When he came to my house, he just sat on a chair in his whole. Kind of was, he was tying yeah. his boot. He was just had needed needed a moment, and I'm like, "Hey, bud." He's like, "Oh, hey." I'm like, "Do you need a five hour energy or anything?" And he's like, "No, no, that makes my heart crazy." And I'm like, well, "I got hot chocolate. Put a little Kahlua in it." He's like, "Yeah, okay, cool." So he did did that, and he was just telling me how things have changed, the the elf, the the unions, and it's just you know kind of a little bit of a, of a kind of a bitch fest. You know, mm-hmm. he kind of wanted to complain, and then he just got up, and he's like, all right, man, take care. <laughs> and then uh, he goes, I hope you like your stuff. And then he asks about this uh, big gym airline thing I got uh, when I was like seven or eight. Um, and he apologized that he didn't give me any action figures to go with the jet. So I just had an empty plane. And, oh, like, nobody right. Nobody in it. But he apologized. He said, "So he remembered year, that you want to bring me some more actually. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow, it's cool. It's cool, man. That is Santa cool. Claus. You're right. He, Santa Claus is probably the best Irish goodbye ghoster of of anybody of all time. I mean, he's been doing it for for centuries. Um, but not just the goodbye part. Yeah. The hello part. He sneaks in. He sneaks out. Sneaks the in. best one of all time. In and out. I like your sweater. Appearance. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm suddenly as uh, suddenly a uh, Canadian. Um, it's my I called it my I call it my old man sweater. Um, that I'm <laughs> going to wear constantly. I like, like I got a pair of Uggs, those the slip on Uggs, not the boot Uggs. So yeah. I walk around with Uggs and this old man sweater. I think I might get a pipe. I'm not sure. Um, I walked the, around in jeans, this and a robe. I had a full robe on the other yeah. day too, just because I've been sick. So I've been I've been sporting that look. I think I, I've never once had COVID, but I think I've gotten COVID uh, fourteen times in the last two months. I'm pretty sure you've got it. You just haven't. You know, it's a mild Omicron weak one. You know, um, does your do your Uggs have the fur? Do all Uggs have fur? <clears throat> Yes. Okay. And these are the ones I don't have them up here, but but you have to slip them up. They're not the boots. They're like you gotta. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a slip on. Like it's like slipper. a like a Mike Lindell's uh, my 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 slippers. Yeah. This is, yeah. So yeah. I went out. I think <laughs> I, mean, I ruined them though. I went outside. Uh-huh. I, uh, I I'm put I'm feeding the birds. So so I went outside and um. So now I don't know if I made them outdoor slippers or indoor. I was going to make sure that they were indoor yeah. and feeding the birds because it's I, I, I'm up to I, I got I got 10 Cardinals going on 10, 10 Cardinals. Wow. What's 10 Cardinals? I, I got like, like 15, 20 Blue Jays. I, I had a hawk land in the thing. I'm dumping so much bird seed in my backyard just to see what happens. I got, I got 30, 40 doves. I got uh, woodpeckers all coming out. In the snow wow. and all going, it's a whole thing. Yeah, man, you gotta I'm get old. a camera set up yeah. out there, and you could have a like an amazing TikTok channel. You know, just the oh, bird activity with the, with, with the cardinals. You know what I mean? Because cardinals are super cool, and you don't yeah. get to see that many of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can't see that, but I went outside, and that guy was just standing outside. Can you see? Is, him? I can't tell what it is. Big so ears. see. A, is it a bird? It's just a huge hawk. Oh, it's a hawk. Huge. He's like a yeah. like like a four year old kid. Yeah, dude, that's pretty amazing. It's got some red. Anywho, how was your uh, 
Uh, yeah, good. Home, you're a Christmas. Well, I'm also wearing a, I guess, would you call this an old man sweater? What would you call this? Cardigan? Um, it's aztec It's borderline old man. Yeah, you. it was like you, you taught in New York, but then you retired <laughs> yeah. to Phoenix. It's like yeah. half sweater cardigan, half robe, you know, because it's not long enough to be a robe. I don't need to tie it. It's got buttons, but this part here, the collar part, is very robe-esque. Um, it's very comfortable, and uh, I'm going to get more of these. It does have the Native American sort of pattern look to it, Aztec, whatever. Yeah, uh, I love it. It's my favorite one. Um, but for, for Christmas, I got um, – well, I told Jody um, that I wanted – there's this website that makes all kinds of sweat, uh, sweat suits, track suits, jumpsuits, and they make all kinds of crazy patterns. There's one where you, uh, that looks like an Elvis, like an Elvis suit where it's white with all the oh, bejeweled yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, on I it. saw that. So I got yeah. an Elvis track suit, which I love. Um, yes. I got a nice new tumbler, which I love. I got it. Oh my gosh. I want to get your thoughts on this. My right. my soon-to-be stepdaughter, Lainey, who I love dearly. She's going to be 17 on January 1st. Um, also a ginger. She's got red hair. She's funny, too. She's got a funny, interesting sense of humor. So for mm-hmm. Christmas, she got me a shirt that says, I heart MILFs. okay now she laughed out loud before i got before i could take that in but um which made it okay for me to laugh out loud (laughs) as well but i was like well one for sure one milf i do heart so maybe take the s off of milfs and yeah. just have it say I heart MILF. But that was that I got that t-shirt now. I don't, I don't know where I'm gonna wear it. <laughs> what would you do if one of Michelle's yeah. daughters bought you that shirt? Man, where do you wear it? You, you end up getting her back somehow and you wear it at something, an event of theirs. Uh, like if they graduate it. from high school, you you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You wear it yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's what i'll or do. or if you meet a boyfriend for the first time you know or something mm-hmm. like that that's yeah. what you show up in is, good is that good that's that it guy. that's exactly what i'm going to do so i got that i got it. A, um what else did i get another like shirt like a flannel i don't need much uh oh i got one third of a new television one third of a brand new flat screen TV. Now, what I mean by that is my mom, my brother and me all decided to get a new TV for the living room and we all chipped in. So actually I'll take it back. Two thirds is mine. I gave one third. No, wait, no. One third is mine. I gave two thirds, one third to mom, one third to Jason. And so, but we did that right before Christmas, but technically that was part of the Christmas. Um, and as soon as I bought it, uh, you know what a Sam's Club is? Uh, correct. Yes. I don't yeah, know. Because I, I don't know if they have yes, Costco or Sam's Club. It's like Costco. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we went to a Sam's Club and bought the TV. And I always, well, not always, but this time I got the warranty. They talked me into it. I'm like, all right, I'll buy the warranty. Five years, oh. bing, bang, boom. And then uh, probably within uh, two and a half weeks, of this new television, there was a gray bar that just went right down from top to bottom. Just one gray sliver that was turned gray on everything. And I'm like, what, what, what kind of, what kind of TV? Um, not a Samsung. I want to say a Vizio. Vizio. If you bought it at, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. So it's a, it's a Vizio. Take it back. Not yet, but here's what I did. I was like, well, the warranty 
actually, if you buy it at Sam's Club and it's still one month, you know, it was within the month, Sam's Club yeah. has to deal with it. It's after that that the warranty kicks in. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to call Sam's Club. Called them, no answer, no answer. Just kept calling, kept calling. And I was like, well, let me call the warranty, see what they can do. Then they go, did you register? I'm like, no, I never registered the TV. I have the warranty. I paid for the warranty, but I didn't register. <laughs> so yeah. I think I'm screwed on yeah, that dude. part. Yeah, you got to throw that in the back of your, your car like tomorrow and just roll in a Sam's Club and hand it back. But here's what happened. Just, it just fixed itself because I thought, well, let me see if there's some weird magnet back here. You know, because we mm -hmm. got uh, the reason why we got a new TV was because the old TV, a third of that screen was going out. I thought it's got to be that's two TV in a row. There's got to be something in this armoire that is causing this. Maybe there's a magnet back here. I don't know about. So I just took the TV out yeah. and I looked back there. And then it, the TV reset itself, like it reset. Maybe there's like a tipping mechanism in the TV or something. And I was like, oh, I didn't even punch any buttons. I didn't do anything. It just started resetting itself, and I put it back up, fixed it. So now there is no problem. But do I think to myself, well, I should deal with this now before, you know, two years from now, then it's an, it happens again, or do I let it ride? That's a tough one because if it did it once, why would it self heal? <coughs> you know, I would maybe put it back in a box and take it back to Sam's Club because you still have thirty days and just get a brand new one. Yeah, but then I, that means I gotta know. do shit. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. But you gotta roll in and do it. And Sam, those Sam Clubs, I've seen people like return. You know, uh, you know, half thing eaten of shrimp you know <laughs> like they don't really care that right. you're returning stuff yeah so i think you're fine i do have the receipt um yeah so how are you feeling today hey, I, I got a, a thing i'm sick i got uh i was like sick sick and then i went in the sauna and that made me sick sick sicker and then i got that cough where then you like you cough up just pieces of your body that comes from your lungs. Yeah. Um, and then I went and got uh, antibiotics right before I talked to you. So uh -huh. I'm glad I'm not performing this weekend or having to go anywhere. I'm so so happy just to be home with everything yeah. going on with like Southwest and, and oh. travel. Yeah. Dude, listen to anybody. Okay. If, if, you, if you're traveling, I, I heard it like 7,000 times when people say, my medication is in my bag and I don't know where my bag is. You keep all that shit with you. You never put yep. that stuff in checked luggage. You have a carry on that has literally all your important stuff, one extra pair of clean underwear, a pair of socks, your sleeping pills. And you have a, a go bag that if you have to then live in that city, you can do it off of your backpack. I have all of that in mind that I don't, I don't need my luggage. I can just be like, okay, this is, this is me now. Mm -hmm. I have a backpack. That's it. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. What about the argument where people would say, well, I would, I would do that, but some of my medication is in liquid form and they won't let me uh, take liquids through the security checkpoint. Then you put it in a uh, under 3.5. Right. And you know, you go yeah, or you, yeah. you spend two bucks and you get TSA pre, which they literally don't even make eye contact with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Says, so you, you get clear and TSA pre and no one even gives a shit that you're there. Yeah. Uh, no one looks at you. You just walk. And the whole process yeah. is like a minute long. Yeah. Yeah, I was laughing at that, watching TV, hearing about all the Southwest Airlines. Number one, I do my best to never fly Southwest unless it is a last-minute trip and I'm going from Burbank to Las Vegas. That is the only time that Southwest Airlines, to me, is valuable. Yeah. Um, I don't like the way they sit. People, you know, just go there and grab a seat. 
Um, the way they herd them in there like cattle. I don't, I don't like it. Um, and so I'm laughing at that FU Southwest already. Okay. It's the holidays. Okay. You're rolling the dice. If you're going to travel on the holidays. Now I know sometimes you got to, it's part of, and I know, but we all know going in, there's a chance because everybody's doing it. Something's going to go wrong. All right. Then number three, bomb cyclone. Okay. Now, why are people acting all surprised that flights are getting canceled? I think it's more about Southwest than any other airlines because their, their stuff is so outdated and they were oversold. Yeah, a lot. they use like AOL chat rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. To, to look it up. Yeah. Hey, I want to play this maybe game. They this came in less, my stock. Yeah. Um, I, I got a stocking stuffer game and I want to uh, just see. Uh, hmm. No, I'll use this one. Do you like trivia? I love trivia, dude. All right. I got a trivia thing. And I don't know if my wife will know any of these because she just told me that she did not see hardly any 80s videos in the 80s because they what? did not have cable. So really? now we play 80s videos on a channel now, and they're all new to her. I bet and then she I have loves to tell that. her, stop watching music videos and do your work. <laughs> you know? So anyway. Yeah. Um is she around once I got our age? Would she appreciate that? Yeah, she's older than us. Uh, or my, my age. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun that her her not seeing men at work come from the land of Plante. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Remember, like they're on they're on the beach and they're dancing like that, and everybody's shoveling. They're doing that. Yeah. And then they turn and they all bounce away. Yeah. Anyway, see if we can get this. We'll give you five questions. If you get five right, I'll have some prizes for you. If you miss one, you have to give me a prize. Got it. Here we go. I have a gift for you right here. Okay, here we go. Which musical artist's father wrote the theme song to the 1970s TV series Different Strokes? Hmm. Was it A, Pharrell Williams, B, Robin Thicke, C, T.I.? Which musical artist's father wrote the theme song to the 1970s TV series Different Strokes? Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke, ding, 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 ding. Dang. Yeah. Okay. That's one. Oh, you're never gonna get this one. Okay. Hey, real quick <laughs> though. Hard. Did Robin Thick ever get back with that girl that he cheated on? Oh, I don't know. Remember Did that? He... Yeah. After he stole that song. <laughs> yeah. <Right>? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Poor fellow. Okay. Uh here's one. Which new wave pop group? Sings the hit song Just What I Needed. Is it Blondie, Duran Duran, or The Cars? See The Cars. See The Cars is correct. Ding, 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 ding. The band was signature for new wave music in the late 1970s game. Popular, popularity in early days of MTV, thanks to the popular of music videos. There you go. Yeah, and he put yeah, his hot model wife in the video. One of the videos, his hot model wife was in there. And uh, everyone was thinking, oh, that, that marriage will never last. I mean, she's way too hot for him. And I think they were still together to this day. Um, after yeah, in afterlife, I think I believe. Well, unless they both are passed, he away. died. I'm not sure. Okay, yeah, he died. All right, now see, now I'm doing this thing where I'm th- uh, just thinking. Okay, here's one. What is, it, what is this music right here? All right, in a world where John Reeb has gotten 
two questions right out of five. He only has three left, and he wins a prize. Others have fallen in something because they were so nervous. Will John Reed be able? Okay, whatever. Uh, in the movie High Fidelity, what is the name of the main character, Rob's music store? Let me reread that because I read it bad. In the movie High Fidelity, what's the name of the main character, Rob's music store? Is it High Fidelity? Exit through the gift shop. Championship vinyl. Wow. I the mo- what is I the movie this. High Fidelity? What is uh, the name yeah. of the main character's music store? High Fidelity. I know the movie. I know Exit Jack Black was the in it. Gift shop. Yep. It's a good movie. If you haven't seen it in a while. I need to go or back championship and watch it. vinyl. Jack Black was Great this was kind of like his breakout breakout role, you know. Like he stood out in this film. He upstaged John Cusack, I believe. Um, <laughs> stole that movie from him. And I want to say it was actually called High Fidelity. Well, you would be wrong. It's actually championship vinyl. Little side note, Bruce Springsteen played himself in the film. Oh, very nice. The boss? He like he worked at the store. Oh Oh, this I know this one because I saw this documentary. I don't I'm just gonna ask you if you'd get it. Um what about Detroit musician Sixto? S-I-X-T-O Rodriguez Sugar Man's success story is truly remarkable. Wait, what? I'm literally reading. What about it? I could tell what you about what, what Detroit I think. Mu- is it multiple uh, choice? Musicians, Sixo Rodriguez, Sugar Man's success story is truly remarkable. Uh, A, he was one of Motown's greatest uh, successes without ever performing on stage. B, he made a living playing live concerts and never sold a single album. Or C, he was an icon in South Africa without knowing it. C. C would be correct. Rodriguez sold 500,000 albums in South Africa without knowing it and without anyone knowing who he was. Documentary about the story was awarded an Oscar. Did you see that? The the movie? I did. Have you? It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's so heartwarming. It makes you so happy. He goes back. He's not just... Uh, he's an icon there. He's a legend. By the time that they figured out he was More. alive and he went there at the end to do shows, they had already thought he died. And yeah, you know, he was or already he killed like himself El- or like something. If like Elvis, that. if 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 Elvis or John Lennon, like if we found out was actually alive this whole time has been in South Africa, and he just says, right. "No, nah, I was faking it. I'm fine. I want to come back home now and do shows." People would lose their minds, and that's kind of what this yeah. was for them, right? Yep, and he got to play. Uh, yeah, he sold more albums than Rolling Stones, Beatles, Elvis combined. Wow. Um, never saw a penny of any of the money. Never got paid. Uh, uh, worked in Detroit taking old furniture out of abandoned homes. So did yeah. hard, hard manual label, uh, labor his whole life. And then when he got all the money from the, the the documentary, and his he got the you know the rights to his songs again, or something, um, he just gave the money away. He had a kid, I think, and gave it all to her because he was like, eh, "I haven't had money my whole life. I'm good." Right. One more. Do you remember how it totally ended? He, yeah, yeah. He he went and and did a live show in South Africa. Yeah, which was amazing because all these people, That's nobody's ever got to see him perform live. Yeah, I think he's still does shows. He's like 70, 76 or something mm-hmm. like that. But if you yeah. listen to his songs, his songs are so good. Like his yeah. writing and stuff was—I mean, it's pretty amazing. He was right up there with but, like Bob Dylan esque. You know, he was very Bob Dylan folksy, like um, sort of music about uh, 
social change and that kind of stuff. Um, but very good. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Okay. I got that one right. right. There, there I've only missed There's, one let, so let, far. I'll let you leave on an easy one. Oh, that's funny. Son. Uh, which uh, music band is known for the song Staying Alive? Oh, please. Bee Gees, Queen, or Simply Red? I would love to hear Simply Red's version of this. Dude. Uh, but so And Queen, actually. But it is it is the Bee Gees. Final answer. So it's weird that Simply Red is on this card because I watched one thing. Uh, so there's a bunch of 80s music that I listened to to go to sleep. And Simply Red is in the video thing. He's like, holding back the tears. <laughs> And he's in like some industrial town, and I don't even know where. Got his red, and he's saying goodbye to somebody. It's just a really dark, like a sad video. But then I see now on my recommended things, you see the simply red guy every like five years singing that song. So we just so like every little um whatever clip, you just see him getting older and older looking. So you'll you'll see Simply Red singing "Holding About to Tears" in London in 1995, and then you see him like singing somewhere in 2002, and then you see him in Australia in 2015, and he's obviously just gets older and older and yeah. older each time. So it's the weirdest thing in my recommendations. You just see this chronologically just timeline of Simply Red, whatever his real name is. Just getting older and older. And that's and not then, and then the song purpose. comes on and he he's just old getting older, yeah. But he keeps singing the song, obviously at his concert. I don't know how many um other songs he had. Wow. It's kind of like well, a he's super got, slow song that you wouldn't oh, want to hear at a concert. Like you wouldn't yeah. <laughs> well, now you know we gotta mean? find out simply red. He kills hits. it though. Does he still have the red hair? I mean, a lot of, a lot of gingers lose their hair, you know. It, it's all, color. it looks exactly, you know, it looks exactly, uh, he, you know, how it did. It's all wavy, weird carrot toppy, you know, just kind of. Yeah, right. Just kind of let it go. It's very stringy and. Yeah, but he kills his song, though. He sounds like so good unless he's just singing to tracks for 30 years. Oh, he and also sounds- sang. If you don't know me by now, you will never, you know, will me. never, never, never know me. Which is not his song, but he did. Do yeah. That. That's two songs. That's two. <laughs> How do you feel um, an hour? And, or the people who go, they're real, they're real fans. And then they, they know all his other stuff. Oh, well, you know, yeah. He's, he's not, uh, Dude, he's got the hair. The hair's great. He's still got the hair. The face, yeah, it's getting older. You know, you know they say black don't I think crack. A little... Well, the opposite of that is also true. The whiter you are, the more you crack. And so, yeah, he's cracking. You know, which is why I'll never shave this beard. Uh, in fact, if I could grow the he's beard all the way up to my eyes, <laughs> he's holding back the years. Yeah. <laughs> And I thought the the song was holding back the tears. I didn't know until I'm now obsessed with watching every performance he ever did of that song. Uh huh. But it's an, it's a weird song. It's not even a fun ballad. That if you're in a place with you know ten thousand other people, that you yeah. want to sing that song. Yeah. It's, yeah. I always got sad when it came on. I'm like, oh, it's not a yeah, slow song. It, you want to dance? It's not about love. It's not about your favorite girl, you know. I remember it's when, just when, about like getting old. Yeah, I remember we did when I did morning radio in Detroit. We would play, you know, whatever songs an hour. I think the first hour of our show. But anyway, the six o'clock song every morning was um, uh, "Tears in Heaven." Mm. Eric Clapton, "Tears in Heaven." Right, it, it yep. would come on. Do you know my name? Mm-hmm. And I saw you in heaven. Uh, and we would always go to our boss, and we'd go, "Listen, we either did a comedy bit, or we're about to do a comedy bit, 
can we not have uh, you know a song about a dead kid come on right. at six o'clock in the morning who sets their alarm at for 6 a.m and that's the first song you want to hear when you wake up yeah, it's not. No, yeah, nobody about nobody wants kid falling out of a 18 story window to its death. Yeah, and he would always say, Well, the song tests well, the song tests really well because they used to pull people into like a conference room and then they give them dials and then they go, Here's this song, and then you would turn the dial if you liked it or not, and then you'd give those people donuts. Um, and that's literally what they got paid. But they would always do that at like six o'clock at night. So they don't always feed people and then make them listen to that song. And people are like, oh, we like this song. It's like, no, let let me wake you up at 545 in the morning. Try it then when you're hungry (laughs) and then then play it. Let's have a real let's have like a real thing about it. Right. So I wouldn't trust that test. You think they ever did a, uh, you know how certain bands get together and they tour together like New Kids on the Block and Boys to Men or, you know, what, you know, I'm talking about boy band tour. Like, was there ever like a yeah. depressing, sad, you know, <laughs> like people who only sing sad songs get together and tour? Like, oh my God. like how the, well the, would those uh, tickets mel- sell? <laughs> like the Melancholy, Melancholy yeah. show. Like, who would be the sad? Who do you think the saddest singer? Um, well, let's see here. Let's start with Simply Red. Uh, I was gonna say Rick Ashley, but his songs are uplifting and fun, yeah. Um, so it's not Rick Ashley. Um, uh, Eric Clapton could fall in this category with that song. Who's that um, new uh, the guy who cries when he sings all the time and dance? You made something about you made me dance with somebody else, like. I just dance with somebody else. It's newer. Yeah, Whitney Houston. He's a British guy. Um, has a boyfriend. Sam. <sighs> Sam something. Sam Simon. S- Sam, not Sam Hunt. It's not Sam Simon, but he's. Look what you made Sam me do. I'm not. <laughs> I'm dancing with somebody else. And a stranger. Oh 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 you know oh 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 George Michael. Not George Michael. I'm never gonna dance is... again. Guilty feet. No, that's... got no rhythm. Yeah. No rhythm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um. <clears throat> anyway, that guy, his song, his shows to me would sound would be a bummer because he cries during every one of his songs. It's just oh, all. I know. Sinead O'Connor. Okay. Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. Simply Red. It's got to be some grungy person from the '90s who was also just. There was some. There was a, a level uh, uh, in the ni- 1990s. Maybe it was like '92 to '95, six. There were these bands that were kind of like rocky, grungy, but they weren't as good as Nirvana or Pearl Jam. But they they had a lot of like. God, uh, I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. Where's my friend? That's third eye blind. Yeah. Third eye blind. Or uh, what did I hear? More than words. All I have to mm-hmm. give <laughs> you. More than words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Delilah. I was raising at the state. Yeah. Just all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What now? Did you hey, see Rick? Here's a- another Rick, game. Rick Ashley was kind of famous because he got Rick rolled. It was a thing. Ha ha ha! It's a joke on yeah. you. You thought it was a video of this. Actually, it's Rick Ashley. You got Rick rolled, and he got famous yeah. again because of that. And now I see that he's like doing his own jazzy blues record where he's doing Christmas stuff and selling out uh, theaters in New York, and people That's are all great. into Rick Ashley again. That's great. Speaking of selling out, where are you at this January coming up here? Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, tonight. North Carolina. People, are you listening? John Reeves in Charlotte, North Carolina, probably for New Year's Eve. Yes. I'll be there Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Five shows. Pick one. Come. Let's hang. Rafter shaking, biscuits baking. And who are you working with? Oh, that would be six feet, seven inch Brent Blakeney. And will he yeah. be wearing 
a size medium t-shirt or button up. He will be wearing a size medium button up and it will be wrinkly. It will not be ironed or steamed and it will match his jeans, which are also wrinkly and weirdly enough too long at the bottom. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, I will be January 20th through 21st. I'm at the funny bone in Omaha. Cause, cause I'm in somewhere in mid America, Omaha. I love Omaha. Get your money back at the door. Do you, how many Omaha jokes do you do when you go there? Do you do a, do you do anything about John Elway? I mean, not John, um, Peyton Manning. Do you do any kind of storming the beaches, Omaha, anything? Nope. No, I I do know. Um, no, nothing. Okay. I just, I just want all, all the, the burly fellas with the, um, beards just to be cool and like me. Yeah. Uh, so I just stay hands yeah. up. We're friends here, people. <laughs> hands up. We're friends here. Yeah. Uh, I got a new segment, but I don't know what to call it. So should we just make something up here? Got a new segment here on the Heffern Reap show. The name's going to change a lot, but here's the new segment. It's called. I remember this, or did you have this or remember these things? Or, oh, yeah, I had those. We're going to still work on it. But here's the first installment of the Heffern Reap. Oh, I had those. Do you remember these things? Hey, I had that. Oh, my God, I forgot about those. First installment on this new segment. We're going to bring back a a shoe, a type of shoe that, that, that could cause a lot of social anxiety if your parents bought it because it was usually bought right before the checkout counter they were usually in bins and they were usually tied together by a string and your, your parents would go here are your gym shoes and you'd be like for the love of god no <laughs> do not make me wear those to the gym i will be the last person picked on every dodgeball game I, 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 I won't pass my president fitness exam because I won't be able to run uh, 50 yards. And here they are. They are wow. your track. The perfect shoe for any sport for the perfect price. Look at those shoes right there. Up at the top, you get the blue ones, 880. Then you get the brown ones that I think are actually kind of cool right now. $7.97, dude. The, these, are these, shoes. these are these yeah. are what uh wow. was on your feet hoping uh <laughs> to get that scholarship to go to college is where it all started. Twelve dollars yeah. and ninety seven one the track shoes. Everyone knew wow. you had tr- tracks. Um I would wear I would wear those track shoes now. One hundred percent. Especially the top the top ones, the eight eighty. I would yes. definitely get those. But the brown dude. One, the brown one looks kind of badass. The with the right outfit, the brown ones could be great. The top left one, the 880 one, it's Adidas, but with an extra stripe. Adidas is three stripes. <laughs> they said we'll see your three yeah. stripes and raise you one stripe. <laughs> and we have just outranked yeah. your ass in the track shoe department. Yeah. Um, and it looks like they've got more they got holes extra stripes. Yeah, because did you remember when you tried on shoes and then you you sat down and then you went underneath the seat and got that shoe measuring thingy? Yeah, yeah. And then you'd start to mess with it, and then your parents would like freak out, like you just grabbed some type of you know scientific device and you get yelled Uh at for touching that thing. Yeah, I don't know what they're called. Heavy. Remember, yeah, you pull it out and you push it on your side, and then you go where your toe was. Yeah, and stuff like that. There was these shoes. I, I'm gonna play this music again. There are these shoes, and then there wait, were these. Wait, shoes. Hang on. Can before we switch images, John, if you don't mind, do you remember mm-hmm. Asics? Yes. Okay. Yeah. This kind of looks those, like, but I remember those. The one at the below the 880 with the main one in the main picture kind of looks like an Asic yeah. to me. Asics, yeah, yeah, those were great wrestling shoes. Yeah, 
I think so. All right, what's the next shoe up here to see if you had it? Do you remember it? <coughs> Let's see. If I had it Bam. or if I remember it, I will totally yeah. let you know. Or I remember those. Oh, heck yeah. Right there. It's Dude. a kangaroos. Kangaroo road test. Very had popular. Zipper on, mm-hmm. Had a zipper on the top so you can put your change, you can put your house key, because this is back when kids, you know, uh, l- let themselves into the house. Yeah. So you could you could run from, from people in vans trying to get you, and you can run, and then knowing you have your house key on the side there. Put a little cash in wrong, there. But this was probably the mid-'80s, and there was a lot of mugging going on back in the 80s. No one mugs anymore. They just they just rob buildings and don't even try to uh, yeah. run away. They just steal things. But now, back in the day, it had to be a gun. And like, this is a stick-up. Give me all your wallet and your give me your wallet and your your watch and all that stuff. But then yeah. they said, well, if you put your money or your change or your keys in your shoe, they won't know to check your shoe. Kangaroos said, good idea. We'll put a zipper. And I remember that being a part of the whole discussion of why kangaroos are so great. And they're supposed to, you know, make you jump higher because kangaroos can jump. So what shoes do you remember? What shoes were your favorites uh, growing up? Make sure you put that in the comments below. This is Ben. Heaven and Reap. Hey, remember that? Oh, I remember those. Hey, do you remember? Did uh-huh. you ever have? Okay, hey, I had some of those. Yeah. I had some. Yeah. So that's been that segment. Right. Do you have Reeboks, John? I think I had every. I did not. Did I own Reeboks? Those might be the only shoes I didn't have because yeah. I thought they were girl shoes. Yes, because like, remember, like in the eighties, aerobics, the, the Reeboks, or or those white ones, uh, Keds, you know, with the little yeah. blue, like says uh-huh. literally Keds on it. I see a lot of dudes wearing those, and there's I just I just have you know, hey, you're free to wear whatever shoe you want, but to me, they. Remind me of cheerleader shoes. Right. So I think Reeboks I not, were kind of, they, they, I think they did get started as a girl shoe for aerobics. And then for a minute, they branched out into to, to some men's shoes, but it didn't really catch on. And then also, um, if you were into any kind of like karate, Re, Reeboks for, for a half a second was also a karate shoe. Hmm. Um I think because you could bounce around and, you know, like aerobics, you know, you're, you're bouncing, you're like, I don't know. I'm going to look up the track shoe, the TR, how, how do you spell track shoe? TR, I don't know. Just track. Track. They're called tracks. I want to see if I can buy some, dude, because if you could find old track, now see now it's just, it was a brand though. What was it? How was it spelled? T-R-A. Track. T-R-A-X. X, there we go. Tracks shoes. <laughs> oh yeah. You could buy some. No, it's Adidas now. I, I bet Adidas bought tracks. You know, like put them out of business. So you guys are too close to us. You know. <laughs> we're gonna the Kmart buy does not caring. Because you had uh and when we do more of those segments, we'll get deeper with some of the listeners. But people were out. Did you ever wear Russell jeans? We should save this whole jeans for another one. But I'll just see. Do you ever wear Russell jeans? Mm-hmm. Those are oh, Kmart's. Yeah. I I believe Russell wore Kmart ones. Yep. I'm <laughs> uh, pretty sure I had a pair and tough skins. Tough skins. That's my one of my first jokes I ever did on stage was about tough skins. One of my <laughs> very first jokes. Uh, let me try to remember it. Do you remember it? I was gonna let ask. me try. So then. It, you couldn't oh man so then your parents your, your mom would always get you, you i'd have to wear these tough skins they were like indest- indestructible i'm like mom i want n- new so in jeans. his head he's going through the well, whole get bit new, to get new, to that one joke <laughs> you know you know i don't even i haven't done this in 30 years you you know <laughs> i'll get you new pants when your tough skins wear out oh that'll happen I'm I'm running, holding behind buses, getting my things. Hey, they should make condoms out of that tough skins material. Then Uh you would never have to worry about the tough skins breaking. Hey, John, are you wearing lamb skin? No, I have the tough skin. And then 
it had the elastic waist. When then you took off your pants, you had like a 14 inch indention into your skin of that, of the way. I don't know. That was the whole bit, but that was like when I was 17. I don't remember it. I don't remember it, but it was one of my first ones. That was not bad. And then, uh, no, but no, it was way better than that. It was. Yeah, and then Tim Allen. No, I mean, bad me. that your, your your recollection of the whole bit, the fact that you, <laughs> I was impressed that you were able to go remember all of it then as much as yeah. You and then did. Tim Allen saw me and he says, "I have a bit about t- tough skins." Uh, so course. I was like, "Wait, so I'm not supposed to do a bit about tough skins?" I'm like 17, 18. <laughs> I'm like, "It's good, dude." Dude, I looked online. There's a pair of vintage tracks sneakers, color blue, the kind that we were looking at. It's a size eight. You want to guess how much it is? How much? Uh, like it was eight dollars and eighty-eight cents. Now, how much do you think it is? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two twenty-five. Sixty-seven dollars. Oh, Not bad. Shit. We could afford that. Sixty-seven. I don't think. How much would it cost us to? to <laughs> how much would it cost? Yeah, I, we we, we couldn't get tough skins. Like, do they even make tough skins anymore? Right. Hang on. Hey, we'll out. save this for the jeans conversation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Come back next week. We're going to talk yeah, more about yeah. jeans, denim, tough skins, all yeah. kinds of things that would make you go, hey, I remember that. Also, some, uh, 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 uh what's this one? No. Also, some big changes coming to Heffern and Reap. Uh, we normally yeah. go live and we go live every week, but over the next month, we're going to retool um, We're we're plugging in. We're buying new cords. Um, we're, we're, we're painting. We're, we're putting uh, um, stucco on the walls. We're getting new flooring. We're going to be making some changes. We don't know what those changes are yet. Yeah. Uh, Part of um, our dust. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so if you're used to us on a weekly basis, it might be a minute. It might yeah. be a minute, but we've been inconsistent for the last month or two anyway. <laughs> uh, the one thing that you can always so, count on is us never being consistent. I don't even know how many listeners we have. I don't, I don't <laughs> even know. I just do this every week just to talk to you. I literally know, right? never once have I looked. I, I, I think I look at my YouTube page, which is I have my full special there. It's oh, almost up to 600,000 viewers. See, yeah, everyone should go to um, comedian John Heffern. Uh, my special that's up is only at 600,000. There's a lot of comics that have millions of people, but it could start with you. And if you like it, then you forward it to somebody. You could help me out. None of my comic that friends is amazing help me out and plug John. it. It's amazing um, because your YouTube channel was dormant until yeah. maybe a month or two ago. It was just dormant, correct? You didn't really do anything with Nothing. it. They have no logins. You said, I'm going to f- record my set. I'll do a new hour. I'll put it up there uncut. And they yeah. always tell on YouTube, it's better if it's a video between seven and 15 minutes. Anything over that, they'll stop watching it. It hurts your watch time and it hurts your algorithm. And it's no good. Don't do anything over 15 minutes. And John Heffern said, Watch this. <laughs> Puts out an hour special, unedited. And it's like an hour or so. It's an hour. Over six, yeah. 600,000 views. And so the average, I can tell you right now, by, uh, but I won't, but I won't, um, unless I find it, the average view. Okay. So the average, hold on, two. Um, yeah. Watch time or whatever. How would I do this? Yes. So watch time, the average watch time on my special. 49 minutes. So that's not people coming in and taking off in three minutes, dude. They they watch yeah. it for um, average 49 minutes. Then at 50 minutes to 108 is where it gets forwarded the most. So that's either at the end of it, people you have to watch, or there's a bit in there that I haven't looked at that for um forwarded. But that that's wow. a lot, you know. No, that's very impressive, man. I would love to have put up a video randomly. I don't know what you, I don't know if you bought ads, if you promoted it at all, if you just upload it and let it go. Um, But I'd love to be able to do that. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I, I wish we had a, you know, we have friends. I wish, I wish to be honest, a couple of those comic friends would have said, Hey, everybody go watch my buddy's thing. But listen, I'm not, I'm not going to be, be a baby about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sure mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I helped. I'm I think like, I put up a poster too. You, you, you. Yeah, but but you know, but that's it. But that's the, okay. the other. Are we going to be doing? I don't need anybody else. Yeah, but we should go to L.A. when when we get our format retooled. Go to L.A. and do other people's podcasts together. Not me going by myself and I talked to about, Bo- uh, I talked to Burke Kreischer. And he and, and I suggested me and you do his something's burning. Um, right. But he's such he's a he's a nice guy. So he could have said, hey, that's great, which he did love to. Let's do it. He said all those things, but he could have just been, you know. Right. He'll forgot. He said it in me. three hours. <laughs> right. Yeah. That so guy's got it. so much crap going on. Um. Anyway. Hey. What? Well, this has been delightful. Before, before we go. No. no, nice to see you. Um, Merry, get, Merry get Christmas. Well. Oh, wait, I do want to say something, John. Ha- been, happy I want to say something. You happy, uh, put the uh, put the feels on me the other day. Okay. What? And John Heffern's not one to give up the emotions very much. John Heffern plays it <laughs> close to the vest or chest or however you. It's Sunday. 9.24 p.m. I thought Christmas was over. I'm in bed. I'm like, well, that was great. What a great day. Out of nowhere. From John Heffern. It was like, bam! Merry Christmas, brother. Love you. There you go. I said, oh, man. There you just made my heart smile. Merry Christmas to you, too, brother. I got nothing but love for you, buddy. Huh? That's what we have. That's there we, we go. There we go. Yeah, look at that. Just now, almost cried. Why? I mean, we're not gay. <laughs> now, you ever see people Say like that to get that. all emotional? Then they immediately go. <laughs> yeah, that, that was like an eighties. <laughs> like, was, remember when, when people would have to say they're not gay after one man would tell yeah, another man he yeah, loves yeah. him? <laughs> not acceptable now. Not acceptable now. That doesn't mean. But I remember, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, everybody. Right. Till we see you again. We are Heffern and Ray. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They have run and reap, have low self-esteem.